0: G'day and welcome back to the Shed of Truth for a brand... Shed of Basketball Truth, sorry. For a brand new year. The GOAT year. 2023. Mm -hmm. Or as I like to think of it, the Ray Allen Michael Jordan year. (laughs) Hopefully it's more that than, I don't know, Gordon Haywood Draymond Green. That that just feels like it wouldn't go well. Uh, Today, tonight, I am joined by two of... It's been said two of the best coaching minds in NBL One North. By like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's not a general consensus comment. But, you know. The instant friend of the show in Bill Ellis oh, and the now two-time guest of the show in Dean Asplund. How are we, gentlemen? <laughs>
1: we're, we're
0: nervous.
2: I'm great. Yeah. Right? I'm great. Calm? <laughs> Very calm
0: you're okay you didn't get too much you know abuse in the street after your hot takes from last time
2: no no, no? they're still hot takes are still hot fresh out the <laughs> oven and i'm ready to go
0: still still got more plenty more plenty more well the season has changed quite a bit it has since then <clears throat> one thing that's happened is uh one of the assistant coaches that you said wouldn't even be interested in the job is now head coach, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm there's ready, there, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. Bill, how are we doing, mate?
1: Look, I'm just hiding in Dean's shadow as much as possible. You know, it's, it's
2: a big shadow. What I do,
1: there's plenty of space there. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's de- There's a deceptive amount of space there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does have a lot of gravitas, doesn't he? Gravitas.
1: Look, he's got it all if there's, you know, if there's any, ever anyone you need to be on a radio show with, I reckon it's probably Dean. Radio, radio show. It's, we're already aging ourselves into the
2: podcast.
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's, like a wireless. It it's a oh, wireless. Wireless. Haven't heard that one for a while. Have heard it, but haven't mm-hmm. heard it for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're here. We're we're NBL One North, obviously. Um, connections, obviously, with the Brisbane Capitals, the mighty Brisbane Capitals. Um, which hopefully they're going to improve on last season's both in the men's program and the women's. Uh, but let's let's get to some men's news first in Christmas Day signing or Christmas Day release of said signing in one Lockie Dent returning to the Capitals after look, his team hasn't had a good season, but he's had quite a good season for the Yellow Royal
2: Hawks. Mm, he has. And I think it's uh it's a big key signing for the men's program in that I think it'll pave the way for a few others who might have been a bit undecided about where they were going to play. Um, hearing how the guys reacted to playing with Lockie last year, and the positive reviews there, and then, to, you know, seeing how guys are responding to playing with him down in Illawarra, I think it'll, you know, it could open up some things for the men's program now that, you know, some people who are a bit undecided may now want to jump on board and, and get that experience.
0: Yeah, well, look, it uh, you know, he, he had a... Not bad season, bit up and down, obviously, mm. but uh, he's had an absolute cracker of a season in, at that next level. Mm. He's been given the chance with a few injuries and different things. And, um, you know, with <clears throat> with a few more injuries this week for the Illawarra Hawks, um, he's only going to get more opportunities. So should be even fresher and readier, more ready to go when the time comes. Mm. But let's... Let's switch our focus now over to the, uh, to the, to the women's team, you yeah, know, that's definitely should be your area of expertise. Let's, oh, let's not throw expertise
2: around. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a word <laughs> yeah.
1: bandy around.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, look, be- before we get too deep into some formal questions, I put out some feelers this week and, uh, one, uh, Captain Goanna Cameron, uh, yes. you know, gave me a few Few pointers, few different, uh, Oh, know. that's unlike Anna. Yeah. yeah, what? yeah. What? Threw a few barbs your way, uh, <laughs> in, in the way of questions. So first question, Dino this year, uh, will there be an endless supply of lollies?
2: Uh, look, if there's one thing I've learned it's, you need to keep the troops happy, um, and also high on sugar mm-hmm. that covers up any number of inadequacies in our coaching plans. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, when in doubt, and feed them with sugar. Yeah. Just, just keep them. So, yes, so yeah. yes, yes. I haven't organized an official sponsorship yet,
1: no. but um, there's,
2: there's openings there. There is uh-huh. if anyone's listening. I know that mm. the, uh, the, one of the big confectionery places in town are already mm. engaged, but mm. there could be an opening for any other smaller yeah. and more willing yeah. participants to jump on board. Anyway, sponsorship to go.
0: opportunities uh, are boundless. They All right. are. Bill question for you um are you going to be in charge of video this year well and can you do do you have any thoughts or explanations around uh the the youtube look it was an evolving
1: i mean last year was it was about evolution in so many ways especially (laughs) you know where where anna was involved and Mm -hmm. look what what we do really love that we get feedback we get honest feedback mm-hmm. from anna which is what you want oh yes um generally the first thing she says to me whenever i do anything is i love that i mm. or, or was it i don't love that it was <laughs> yeah. one of the two yeah. i can't remember either uh, way
0: clear and crisp yeah,
1: nice. yeah yeah look we we yeah we evolved and i got good feedback mm-hmm. um regular feet good and regular yep. and uh, i'm not sure whether i've i've earned the uh the head of video role for a second year but i'll probably be advised at some time you mm-hmm. know uh, after my proper performance review is uh, conducted but mm-hmm. um look it's it's a job i've i've sought i've i've openly chased but um, <laughs> you know you just got to go with you know well being feels the pulse and we, we respond.
2: And you know, there's evidence here to be collected as well. We want the person who does most of our technology related things, a person who calls a (laughs) podcast, a radio show. So I mean, there's evidence everywhere. Like,
1: Technology is not my strong suit. There's no doubt about
2: that. So why not head a video? Yeah. (laughs) You should see him in the cutting room with the film and cutting things off. It's not even video. Yeah. Em. Fill em. Fill em. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, any comments Ito. around the scouting incident?
2: The scouting incident. Which one? There was a lot of scouting <laughs> incidents. They got a got a particular uh, scenario in mind. Uh,
0: apparently there was a certain logging in from uh, a different team. Oh, that's oh, yeah. the views, the, hits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the oh, hits. Would you call it viral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was entertaining. I'm like, geez, is this is popular. But uh and uh, none of the girls had even seen it so yeah
2: yeah i mean look and the thing that we said is if you need to go to another t- another yeah. team's scout to see how we're going to guard you then you know mm. you got you got well, more it, on your plate than it anything been, that we're doing might have <laughs> been comedy relief for someone yeah you know, looking at it going cool. yeah that's right. So. they're looking to lighten up their own film session by mm. you know, having a look at the benny that's, hill show that yeah. we run
1: mm.
0: fair enough well bill while we're on you um Will you be hosting any more trips this season to go and see the koalas?
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Look, I try to get the girls out and make them walk through, through water. Um, In the case, I know Abby just loves snakes and uh, the day that she came out, we had a couple of good ones on display for her. Did you hear about that? Can we,
2: can we just give a little bit of context to this whole question? (laughs) Bill, would you like to explain to everyone what it is that you oh, do right, and how, right. why we're taking girls into the bush. Well and saying well, not not we, you are taking girls <laughs> yes, into the bush.
1: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably should have clarified there that um what part of what I do for work is go and track um animals, generally koalas in the in the bush around um Brisbane and various places. And it is a great opportunity um, you know, for uh people when they've got a bit of spare time to come and, you know. Give me a hand tracking tracking koalas whatever so uh yeah on the day in question um yeah we ran into a couple of large pythons out around um belmont and and abby wasn't she's not a massive fan of of um the large python i found out or in fact snakes in general are not a cup of tea so
2: but, but does love the Snakes Alive lollies that that's uh, it that's it know. she's she's good
1: on good on that front
2: Sponsorship a walking paradox sponsorship,
0: mm. sponsorship opportunities yes. are available mm-hmm.
1: you yeah, know try to get all the girls out and hopefully they don't get bitten and they don't get scratched and i don't get sued or sacked and away we go
0: well still here so mm. so far so good so far so good mm. all right <clears throat> excuse me uh well, since we've been in Dino, you know, what's what's been that since you've been in? What's been happening with the team? Do we have any more team news? Any major signings, or just 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 softly, softly, just just starting training and things like that?
2: We got a few things up our sleeve, but um, official start today. They've done some preseason. Um, so as we record this, we've just checked in with them um, at the facility doing some preseason testing, um, some strength and conditioning testing with the. Good people at acceleration australia um so official start today um and then in terms of roster construction i mean apart from last time that i uh, had a chat to you we haven't had too much movement um we just because of the time of year that it is mm-hmm. we um we've officially announced those four um i mean i gave you the four roster last time but mm-hmm. um we've we've decided to add a second Cabillo because we didn't think that a, a, a one Cabillo was enough.
0: Oh, look out Lee.
2: Yeah. So, um, Tyler's going to come down from Darwin and join us this year. She'll get here in sometime in Feb. Um, so that's a super good opportunity for her, not only basketball wise, but to, you know, be a bit closer to her sister because obviously Abby hasn't, hasn't been back there in Darwin for, for a couple of years now with her WNBL and, um, NBL one commitments on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good opportunity for her and um, a great opportunity uh, for Abs to to play with her sister. She's super excited, and um, we, we'll probably get some more official announcements out soon. But um, yeah, it's all it's all systems go at the moment. We were talking about that today. We've we've mm. we've started putting in some plans for preseason, and well, the plans already there. We're starting to get some movement on those plans, and yeah, it's all systems go, and we're, we're pretty keen to get started. Actually,
0: all right, Bill. Um, I have heard a bit about the the a bit of mentoring and other things going on uh, can you enlighten us
1: look yeah something that we we kicked in last year and and actually you know getting back to Anna she was a big part of this we we're trying to find a way to you know connect everyone in the in the club um, trying to find a way to get better communication between some of us who are a little more mature and the really young kids and everyone in between and so yeah I mean we We did uh, basically we bounced a whole heap of ideas off a few people and and anna was anna was one that that drove this a fair bit because she was the first person uh when we were originally talking about uh the you know the kind of influences on us in basketball as a group when you know when we started talking about what can you add to the group or what are you interested in and what sort of things um you know would you you know you think could add to the program you could do or different different things and everyone you know we sort of have people who are our our idols and who've done particular things like everyone reads basketball books and um listens to podcasts and things like that but um sure and, do. and and it was anna that made the point that you know um not many people think about you know mental health and and the various levels and stages that people go through. And um, it took me back to um, an earlier iteration of coaching where it struck me that a lot of a lot of boys and young men were playing basketball because there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And, you know, that can be um, a career and a lot of money and set for life kind of thing. You get drafted to the NBA. The opportunities for women are different obviously and you know it's, it's not the same but the pressures on them to perform and the spotlight and and the day-to-day is is very real and it's it's something that you know um maybe not everyone thinks about and from that we tried to establish this um this idea of um you know a club having a sort of a central nervous system with all of these uh, limbs and bits and pieces where you could um, not really by osmosis, but without actually, you know, trying to ask someone how they're going, you would know, like we would start to know. And it's part of our 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 whole approach about, you know, if we're going to be, we're going to enjoy what we're doing, um, you know, we really got to care about the other people who, um, we're around if you don't you don't care you know what are you doing here i mean if you're being paid a million bucks you can perform i I assume i I wouldn't know but i'm assuming you could perform regardless of whether you like the people you're working with Mm -hmm. um when we're not there so this is a way you know we really want it to be a good experience for everyone so we have our our mentor groups and um you know that's our our means of communication, and people have a first port of call, and and even the um, you know the only people who didn't really have a mentor group last year was us, but we just had one another and an alcohol and uh, <laughs> <it> seemed to <laughs> the third that, member of our mentor group, and um, but no, you know seriously, it was it was something that I think the girls enjoyed, and I'm really looking forward to um, you know, how that goes this year because I think it's a, it's a great thing we we love it. We love the fact that the girls get to know one another um, without being directed by us in any way, um, and they drive it along. And you know, all credit to Anna. It, mm. It's really, it's really come from her. And that's that's the kind of thing we talk about. That um, really good leaders come up with new ideas. They challenge you to do something differently. Mm. And we want to coach with open minds. Mm. And you get maybe we'll get another idea this uh, this year that'll be even better. Um, but yeah, so that's how that works. And yeah, we,
2: we love it. Yeah. So it's, and a, bi- a big part of that is, is building into this idea of what we want to build this, the whole club culture is men, women, what whatever the age group, this focuses into, um, a, a key component of how we perform as people, right. And part of what we can control is who we have you know, mentored and they have mentored each other, but also who we're bringing into the group. And a big part of the people that we've brought into the group are people who would understand this and what we're trying to achieve, right? So it's about um, helping to foster a sense of belonging that people want to contribute to. It's not just a job that you turn up to, like Bill said, and just perform because you're not going to perform at at your peak, but you're still able to perform. And, and our whole idea of creating this sense of belonging is to really make sure that each of these girls is known and cared for, uh, and that they know and care for each other. Right. And then, you know, winning is the, in competitive sport is the, you know, it's the, the key indicator for most places, but we want to make winning a byproduct of everything else that we're putting together. And Anna and Bill working together as key players in that, yes, it, you know, it was Anna's idea. And then. They got together and used their scientific brains because they're both <laughs> scientists to flesh out what that looks like and how it's going to be implemented. So it's a huge step in the direction of where, you know, our vision as a group, not just Bill and myself, but our vision as a group of of, of people at this club and where we want it to go long after we've finished coaching there. It's, it's You know, it's planting those seeds for us to – Create a place that people want to come to, yes, because they're successful, and yes, there's a pathway, but because there's so much more to it than just those things and those boxes you can tick.
0: Yeah, look, all all sounds great, and uh, yeah, no pressure, Anna, but um, you know, she better step up, it yeah. better work. <laughs> <laughs> we need something new, <laughs> looking for uh, this year's next big idea. So if you've got anything, reach out to Anna.
2: Oh, she's yeah. got plenty of her own.
0: Don't <laughs> oh, yes, all right, um. So how deep can we go with with the roster that we've assembled thus far, do you think? So, um, with, you know, with everything we've seen thus far out in the NBL One North, you know, how yeah. far are we going to go? There's
2: no reason we can't win it. I mean, that's, you know, we played a semi-final last year um, and ran into a team that, you know, are very well put together and have played together for a long time and execute very well and they've got great, you know, great players and, we we think that we're we're trending towards a position where there's no reason that we can't win you know so if you're a top if you're a top four team there's or any team really there's no reason that coming into the next season there shouldn't be hope and the NBL won such a great league and such a such a deep league that you really need to be at your best and that takes you into all that other stuff off court to to produce the on-court result but there's nothing suggesting that we can't put together the pieces and the systems and all the, all the stuff that goes into it to, to take that next step, you know, and it's still, you know, it's still bit be, it's been a young group and there's still been some people learning what it's like to be successful and learning what, you know, winning cultures and winning habits and um, certain things look like and what goes into that. And over the last three years or four years or however long we've been kind of pottering around doing this iteration of it then, you know, there's been those steps. It's been a year that hasn't been particularly successful and, you know, not having any pros and learning what it's like to be a professional semi-professional athlete. Then it's, you know, getting some winning habits in and all this kind of stuff. And then it's it's, it's just a natural progression where we're, you know, going and trending in the way that we want to. So there's nothing to say that this can't be our our best year in, in a very long time.
0: Well, there was a couple of really great games to watch last season, I know. Like that first, well, to be fair, every game with the Wizards turned out to be you know, mm. an instant classic. Um, we had the Ipswich game. We had the Pirates game. There was quite a few. Who are you guys looking most forward to playing this season? What, what team out there are you really looking to sink your teeth into? Or... I already know Bill's answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's go to Bill first. Bill?
1: No, Cairns, Cairns. I want to go to Cairns. I want to get on the road trip. We're going to Cairns. Yeah.
2: You can you want to yeah. come? Yeah. I want to, You'll have I want to put in some hard work and we'll have to yeah, see if I want to get through. pick. pick me, me, coach. Get me in. Get me in. Um
0: oh, mate, from what I hear, they'll take anyone these days. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Bill's very good friends with Lyndon, who is the GM <laughs> out at Northside. So I already know who Bill's got circled on his calendar. Um He's declared war, to be honest. He has so yeah. They have their um, own beer now. Yeah. A wizard's beer. Oh. And you know he, that is that is just well they an may
1: act not. Of he him. might have just said that to annoy me because about fifty percent of what he says he he says to annoy me like um and, you know I mean he's good at it. So.
0: To be fair, wizards have had their you know their own beer for a very long time. It's called butter beer. Anyone who's read mm. Harry Potter books will be <laughs> uh, very
2: concerned. good. Good back. from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's back. That was good a classic back. backhanded compliment <laughs> yeah. from. Us. two-time
0: guest of the show.
2: (laughs) There there are a number of teams based on, you know, what we know so far of who's signed where and who's going to play where. Um, There are a lot of teams where it's, you know, some of the the talent that may have um, been all located in certain places the last couple of years is now starting to spread out. Um, So I think that there are games that you can no longer just, not that you ever say, oh, that's a win, but there's no game so that you can look towards that, you know, where you can try different things or get different rotations. In every game, you're going to have to be on your on your peak uh, and at peak performance. And um, I'm actually really excited to see who ends up where because we've only seen a few teams start release signings. So once once everyone starts looking at how things are going to shape up, then, you know, it's it's going to be a really good year, I think. Mm.
0: Definitely, yeah. Year three, just looks like it's going to go next level again
2: i think so Which should be
0: really great all right mate. um bill mm-hmm. over to you now we've uh going to talk some capitals over in college Our caps
1: in college
0: caps in college segment
1: look we we love this um you know it, it, when you're trying to bring young people through which you know that's what everyone you know you're trying to make a path for kids but we've got uh, you know there's a lot of girls from queensland and from australia who go to college um decide to pursue careers over there and we're looking forward to when some of them start coming back so we follow quite a few of them really closely and um yeah I, um you know last year we had we had some of the girls come back and you know just informally uh train with us it's just so great to have kids and I mean, a couple, couple that we can talk about, like we're really looking forward to one day Audrey Fuller, uh, uh, not Audrey. Yeah. Audrey as well, but Adelaide, <laughs> Adelaide will come before Audrey, yeah, yeah. uh, because she's older, but, um, so she's over at Davidson, um, you know, Derek Ruckers old school mm-hmm. and, um, she's now, uh, I think she'll finish, finish this year. Yeah. So this is her senior year and, um. She she might stay for another year, but she has actually unfortunately been injured a bit this year. She was going really well uh, last year, and she's just back playing now and um, starting to hit her straps. But you know, these big uh, big left-handed uh, players don't grow on trees, and she's a she's a cracking person, and she's going she's going quite well over there. Quite well, yeah. She's probably being um, you know in terms of statistically overshadowed a little bit at the moment by Audrey just looking audrey fuller i mean who everyone will you know you can come in and slap five on the mural as you come into the stadium and Mm -hmm. there's audrey there you know pulling pulling classic audrey faces and you know (laughs) she's a she's a great personality and she's she's so much fun to coach and she started every game for campbell um over there for the camels Mm -hmm. she's a fighting camel (laughs) and uh go camels yeah and uh, i've watched a couple of her games and you know she's still using her lightning speed to um great effect over there and um you know her her minutes are going up and another person um who came back last year and ran with us a bit is um tyler stolberg yes Mm -hmm. so tyler's at newbury and um you know we're, we're super excited because of the player that she is and what she did last year. But if you look at her stats over the years, she's been at Newbury. She's doing more and more. And even this season, like her last three games, she she's going up. She's been averaging about 10 minutes per game, but yeah. she's up like 12, 15 getting more and more time. And, um, you know, so, so she's over there. She's going well. We're really hoping that she comes back. Um, some stage. there's a couple of under the radar people. There Tell here, us more. So. I mean, you may remember that um, last year, not last season, but the season before, Emily Tejada. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's at La Salle and she's been just had a shocking run with injuries. But um, she's she is a great kid and she's just started back this season. She's getting getting some minutes, but you know, there's a there's a person who's gonna be a big wing for us down the line. Yeah, I guess play big guard. Small forward, like, like six foot, six foot girl. So
2: it's been really good to watch Emily grow. I've because mm. I'm friends with her parents and have known them for a very long time. It's good to see her progression from you know just a kid who was hanging around a basketball stadium, loving it, to watching her grow into just a great, great person who played for us, as Bill said, a couple of seasons ago and was you know crucially now in our team environment. Really, really great kid. Uh, and then you know shocking run of injuries as bill said just one after the other she can't seem to stay on the court the poor thing but you know she's trending in in the right direction and she's she's making the most of it while she's over there which is which is fantastic
1: and then um i've got to give a shout out to my daughter to grace she's uh, over at wyoming and she's starting there now as a, a junior so she's doing mechanical engineering and she's she's pumping out the numbers this season she's having having some good games um
2: had a great game a couple of days ago
1: yeah yeah they had a double overtime win and she had 17 and nine and yeah so like like any parent i'm I'm really hoping that um you know she she decides to come back and work here and not not over in the states so um you know I'm, i'm sort of Hoping that she gets a internship with a engineering firm, you know, anyone, anyone, <laughs> um, yeah, this year and employment
0: opportunities are yeah, available. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: but yeah, no, it'd be good to have her and, um, you know, her and and Audrey both played. So they played together, I think, as bottom age under fourteen girls with Broman Marshall all those years ago, and um, so. You know to have kids from from that young who potentially will come back and and play for us is yeah. something we're just super excited about
2: and a big part of that is when they are back keeping them involved in what we're doing so they, as yeah. alluded to they come along to training and they form the little the college team yeah and they take it to our girls and uh-huh. and stick it to them, <laughs> them and there's a lot of shit talking and there's a lot of you it's know but it's like it's all good spirited because we're all, and it helps our girls so much. It makes them so much better. Um, And it's a chance for those girls who aren't allowed to play in any Mm. um, professional leagues or semi-professional leagues. It allows them to stay, you know, active and keep their skills current in a high level environment. So it's, it's just really, it's nice to see them involved and, and, and even working together. They're, they're spread out all across the country over there. And they, they come back here and they, you know, they get to spend time together and, um, it's, yeah, it's great. It's really nice to see.
1: Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's a couple of other girls over there. We won't prattle on for too long, but like, uh, Georgia Bolton, who played under 21s with Bronwyn, yep. um, and you know, at caps and had a really uh, bad knee injury. So she had a year out, uh, and she's back playing and I think she might be back starting for St. Francis now. Mm. So, mm. um, you know, there's someone, another person who we're keeping an eye on, staying in touch with and good on them i mean it's good for you know we've got a lot of young girls and not all of them will want to go to college but the young girls in our program to have these people and see that you know you can go and get a free education basically that basketball can get you something um if if you want to do that uh, even dip your toe in the water and Mm. yeah it's good having that it's you know we're making this we feel like we've got this some kind of a progression that that people can uh, be a part of if they want to.
2: And it's, I mean, it's it's attractive to, as you say, people who are looking to go down that road and Mm. having a lot of contacts over there. And also a lot of girls who can speak to the experience at different levels. Cause Mm. I mean, most of those girls are are at D one schools, but there are also plenty at JUCOs and um, Div2s and community colleges, and they can, they can come back. And part of what we put in, in the mentoring program is those girls are involved too, and yeah. they share their experiences with the younger girls of what it's like being at college and what the what the day-to-day grind is like. Good and when, bad. yeah, they, yeah, good <laughs> uh, that's right, really honest and raw yeah. um conversation. so it's you know there's it's a real it's a really attractive prospect for some people to be able to get that key knowledge and that rich knowledge before they make that jump and see whether it's for them or not.
0: Yeah, yeah one of the great things last season was well, was awful and great. I was watching Audrey you know, come back and watch her, her oh. sister, you know. And then we got her up in the booth and you could tell um, by words and just her mannerisms, she was itching to get out there and yeah. play. Like she just, you know, wanted to be out there. And that's really great that that's you know, still you, – you see that in these, you know, people when they, when they do come back and watch is they want to get out there and play for the Caps.
2: Yeah. Really good. And that speaks to belonging, doesn't it? It's a place that they feel like they – they have a connection to and they want to give back in whatever way they can. If they can't play, okay, we'll come to the games, we'll cheer. And even if Audrey didn't have a sister, you know, playing, mm-hmm. chances are that she would be there anyway yeah. because she feels connection to the place. So, no, nah, it's, it's really good. But we don't
1: take any of that for granted oh, no. with kids like her. I mean, she's a heart and soul, Caps, Caps person, and so our job is to make make it a good place for those people to come back Um, because, you know, in reality, we probably can't afford them otherwise.
2: No, that's right. (laughs) Shout out to the Fuller Basketball Factory.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Terry and Byron.
2: Uh,
1: Yes, big shout out to the Fuller
0: fan. (laughs) All right. Uh, One more name I did want to mention. Uh, He's having quite a freshman season over in Elon. Um, Young Max McKinnon, averaging 10... Ten points, two assists, four point nine rebounds. Just, just, just one more. Yeah, you've got to think in one game, and he'd be up to five. And one point two steals a game, of course, which you know, leads to his you know presence on the other end. You know, he's having quite a freshman season over there in Elon. And he, when we had him on the show, he talked about choosing Elon because he wanted to go over and play, and he's getting some time, and he's making some stuff happen, which has been really good to see on that side as well. All right, that's that's going to bring us uh, well. It'll it'll be there'll be more capitals talk, I'm sure, sprinkled throughout the rest of the show. We but we
2: can't uh, get we can't help it.
0: No, no. Uh, <clears throat> but that's okay. That's part of it. Yes, you know? it's all part of it. But let's let's jump in now to to some WNBL and another big week. Uh, they all seem to be big weeks, but we've we've just hit the halfway point in the season. And let's start with the player of the round, Annelie Mailey, 19 points, 24 rebounds, four steals in what could easily be confused for a Bill Russell-esque sort of situation. But she certainly does not have a Bill Russell sort of height or build or or body, just does it with pure hustle.
1: Did you see the uh, interview after the game when they spoke to her? And so... Pretty sure that the the um the player who who owns the record for rebounds is rachel spawn mm. got 27 or something in a game and when they mentioned to Anna Lee, you know oh uh, you know you almost got to rachel and she's just like oh you know she obviously really admires rachel and it was just you could just see the joy on her face it wasn't about it was just being compared mm. to one of her idols yeah and it was just it was a great moment i watched it and i thought She's really, she's just super excited, and that's how she plays. It's
2: just, I think she's a person that just really enjoys the contest. It's just as long as it's a good contest, and she, you know, she can roll up the sleeves and get in there. She's happy, and you know, all those things are just, uh, you know, in the background, and they're nice to have those accomplishments. I think she's just someone who likes to have the basketballs rolled out and she go out and chase it. You know, she just seems like a really genuinely happy person who just loves basketball. After not after not liking it and having a period of where she wasn't really involved in any basketball, I think she's just found the joy in, in the contest, which is, which is really good mm. to see week after week.
0: Yeah. And, you know, of course, playing with a spirit team, which is just absolutely rolling yeah. has to, has to help, but it's, you know, that's not necessarily all of it, <clears throat> but team of the week this week uh, for the second week in a row, second week in a row, sorry, uh, Shyla Hill, from the flames, um, then of course Annalie Maley could not be left out. Uh, Tiffany Mitchell, and she has been in the team of the week almost every single week, bar Dean. You were saying before when we we're off air, um, bar when she was injured.
2: Yeah, like, fair record, isn't it? That's MVP type. Yeah,
0: chat having an absolutely monumental season. Uh, Keely Froling. With 21 points and 13 rebounds, gets herself in there. And Chloe Bibby from the Perth Lynx gets in there as well. Gave it to Adelaide. Yeah. Signet WNBL Team of the Week. Yeah. But, gentlemen, I've got a question for you. We've got, you know, we're obviously halfway through the season now. Yeah. We're looking at the boomers, the fire, the flyers, and the spirit. But my only real question is can any of the boomers the fire or the flies can they really get after the spirit this season
1: look i i like townsville so yeah,
2: that's what i said last <laughs> time i was on here <laughs>
1: yeah i just i just well obviously we you know we know some of the people there mm-hmm. um and we know that they're good people and they'll, they'll friends have, of the show a lot of them well and it's it's like you know that yeah you know, i mean who can who can beat them it's a bit like i was you know talking about the the other league that the blokes play in yeah with my son this morning and he's like well you know this team looks like they're way better than all the other teams and it's like you've got to win on the day it doesn't matter what's on paper and yeah. i mean it does matter a bit with uh yeah with them but um you know i think if anyone's going to pull it out you know it's potentially them
2: yeah for me i think that um the season's really starting to take shape last time i was on we were only just into it i think and um, teams are still finding their identity and, and you know, not everyone had played everyone yet. But um, the Boomers are rattling off a, a fair run uh, at the moment. Um, and when Tiff Mitchell's healthy and firing, you know, she's she's hands down probably the best player in the league. Um, the Spirit are quite good, but, you know, I I stick with the fire. I, I think that they're well coached. Um, I think that they've got a really well-assembled roster. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with them. I'm gonna stick with them. Uh, they were my, they were my preseason pick. Um, I'm gonna stick with them, and you know, friends of the show, on that team, and friends of this Dean. Is, this is your heart, it's friend. Yeah, <laughs> friends of Dean on the team also. But I think, you know, and as uh, I said, less important Monica. But yeah, yeah. yeah. As I, as I said last time here, you know, Shannon's a great coach, Steph Reid's a phenomenal. We were yeah. talking about this on the way yeah. up. She's phenomenal. what a player. Um, and I think that as the season goes on, I think on any given day, they're who I pick to beat any other team uh, on those days. So we can't play the Capitals every week, but, you know, you've got to play everyone, and I think that over the course of the season, I think the fire have what it takes to, to beat anyone.
0: Yeah, well, looking at the table, we've got the Boomers on top with just the 1L and 9 wins. Spirit just behind with 8 wins and 1L. Southside Flyers with a 7-3 and three record and townsville with a five and three record who had that tricky game against the boomers just the other night they were in it till the end and just kind of got a little bit away right at the death um but you know it, and it's it, it feels like it's really just going to be those top four teams um at the moment i mean adelaide is they were hovering around that fifth place looking like they you know if they, if they could just get something to roll just like that. Now they're in seventh. Uh, Sydney's actually got themselves out of seventh and they're in sixth. Um, Capitals aren't going anywhere. Uh, you know, couldn't win an argument at this point, yeah. but uh, you know, and that's look, that just looks like the way the NBL is going to go. We've got uh, four teams in and four teams. out.
2: Yeah. And I think we said that we spoke about that a lot last time that those four are they very clearly that, the best four teams you know on any aspect of the game and the rest are almost i don't want to say also rands but they got a lot of work to to do to to lift themselves up into that top four
0: yeah definitely uh i can actually agree with you on that
2: which you, you know you would get there eventually it
0: is a rarity having uh, you know having you on the show and things like that so yeah it's <laughs> it's nice to finally get. Uh, Something um, that we can agree on. Yep. So,
2: Wait till awesome. I start on the Bullets again, or Boston. I'll start on Boston. Oh,
0: now where's that button? There it is. There we go. And just like that, he's been muted. Ah. Uh, anyway, let's move it on from the WNBL. <clears throat> let's head over to that league we love where they play that sweet, sweet D, <laughs> the MBL. Cans stipends gentlemen. Like, you know, without Pinder. What are our cha- What are their chances? You know, moving forward. Well,
1: oh, after after the last game, mm. um, yeah, Ford Ford is just never out of it, is he? So they are just, and I think they're they're building a an aura about them that they're never out of it. So, and you love that in a team that doesn't, you know, the other team never feels like they're in charge. Like, I mean. If you're ever going to be in charge um you should have been it was adelaide wasn't it? Yeah. Was it yeah and it just you could just see it going south they're like they could hear the the train they could see the light yeah, in the tunnel absolutely. and they were just like what they're do we on, do they're on the tracks <laughs>
2: yeah um but um you know that's not the first time they've done it that's just the most recent mm. example you know there are other couple of games during the season where it was just you know they are all, even when Taji McCall was out. I think they did it in a couple of games. Maybe one, maybe one against Tassie. I think there was another one. But Adelaide just so my my best mate is a rabid Sixes fan, and he just texts me after the game. I have no words. That was it. It was mm. it was unbelievable to watch. Just the way it unfolded from the start of the game. To, four words. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have four words. Um and it was just from the way they played the first you know 3 and a bit quarters or whatever it was was completely different to how they played the last little bit and it was just it was like watching a car accident you couldn't you couldn't look away but god you didn't want to watch it yeah
1: my mum was so excited she was watching it
2: yeah and uh, she's
1: you know she's on to me about it did you see that game I'm like <laughs> yes mum <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy game. Was it uh, an early 16 and 0 run and then ended the game with an 18 mm-hmm. run. It's just, uh, you know, and from a, from a Taipan's point of view, you've also got to think, well, yes, they have the belief and be able to put these runs together, but there are times when they, they just can't put the ball in the hoop at the other end as
2: well. Yeah, so. It's rocks and diamonds, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, so and quite, it's rare that you get that within the same game so regularly, but you know, DJ Ho went, however, met O for whatever for mm-hmm. so long, but you just knew from watching the body of work over the season that it's going to get to the fourth quarter and he's going to just, it's going to click and he's going to hit a few. And you know, that's exactly what happened. And without Pinder, that's a, that's a huge, that's a huge win because I mean, back mm-hmm. to your original, Question: They mm. they've shown that you know it doesn't obviously you want to have your MVP caliber guy there, particularly coming to the business end. Mm. But there is nothing stopping them from winning games anyway. But I mean, Adelaide looked pretty brittle as well in that game.
1: Yeah. They were inconsistent throughout it, and and down that that last stretch, it was you know they really did drop the ball. They you know people weren't taking shots they should have taken you know, and
2: questionable rotations too it's
1: i mean cory you know,
2: was going nuts yeah he was i mean <laughs> he, he's always going nuts yeah. about something but you know he did Probably have right. a point but beyond that that's been a that's been a long-standing problem it's always know? the coach yeah i mean look it just was questionable that you know you've got you're in a game where you're in you're in cruise control for a while and then it starts to go pear-shaped don't have your guys who rarely play on the floor. Yeah. Sunday Detche who is a great defender, but he he shouldn't be on the floor when you need to score. You know, Hiram Harris he works really hard and does some great things, but that's not a guy you need on the floor at that at that point in time. So I mean, it's they were their own worst enemy yeah. of the night and have been. That's been the uh, story of the season.
0: Yeah, and CJ even himself came out and had some not nice things to say about. You know, you know, tempered his words, but, you know, it was very clear and
2: obvious that, you know,
0: they had that game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they really did.
2: But. We yeah. talk a lot. And they started, started. Yeah. They, they
1: started it. the season having the league.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> right. They were supposed to win. No one's going to get close to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we talk a lot in our group about f- finishing your breakfast. Like, don't make it, start eating it, and then leave it on the table you know it's it's they've done that all year they've just possessions games quarters they just they don't ever seem to fin- finish the job completely which is you know it's it's interesting to watch
0: it is indeed um speaking of interesting to watch and they will be helped out a little bit by the schedule uh Cairns then went on to play Illawarra which they were able to get over uh Illawarra you know obviously not having a great season but when you actually watch them play games, that they feel as if they're in games and they're mm. playing as a as a unit, which is nice to see, obviously for you know, Capital's connection. So told you we get it in um, yeah. in Lockheed Dent, mm. but uh, you know they seem to have you know been forged in the fire of getting their butts kicked, but in more of a positive way.
2: So they just they can't keep an import on the floor, can they? So Steve is out for the rest of the year he's done the, done the shoulder mm-hmm. um they had i can't remember the other guy the guy who's still there who got hurt first he um he's still hanging around the group you know he's he's a good positive influence mm. from everyone that i've spoken to but you know there are times where they look like they are riding games and then they'll have these stretches where they don't look like they know what sport they're playing mm. um so it's, it's but they uh, they
1: too have, have lost a couple of games they should have won absolutely missing pretty straightforward um you know free throws, getting beaten on the buzzer, um,
2: yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely, so uh, you know, you feel for them, but they've been you, so close in a lot of games, yeah. and that they, they get over the hump in those games, and yeah. you know the season looks a little different, you know, oh. and it's those it's those winning you have knowing how to win a lot of those guys you probably don't know a how of to regularly too, you know? win yeah and you yeah. know you got you gotta get some luck and yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting with the Taipan's next game coming up against the Bullets, but we'll get to that uh, very shortly, <laughs> very soon. Uh, before we do, though, uh, Bill, what, what's I've already got your prediction for uh, a grand final team. Remind Remind the listeners of what was your prediction. I can't remember.
2: <laughs> I think I said Sydney and someone else. Sydney uh, Sydney and Cairns, man. Right? No, Sydney New Zealand. Really? No, I can't remember. Really, Sydney was one of them. Yeah. I know Sydney was one of
1: them. Look, I'm not a I'm not a massive um southeast Melbourne fan, but
2: no, don't don't even finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> don't even finish
1: that sentence. You know they seem. Remember, to, he has
0: no power over you here, mate. Yeah. There's, there's none of this head coach, assistant coach. You're both equals.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just you know, it, we're really we're really trying to work out who's going to play Sydney. Yeah. That's well, in my
2: mind, but... that's what it is.
1: And what what the, the public wants to see is the jack jumpers get get up in there somehow they oh. don't want to see yeah. what's probably going to happen is um actually i, I don't mind new zealand mm. but um
2: they've got a bit sh- they've become a, bit, a little bit shaky i think cracks are starting to appear
1: i think they just seem like they had massive massive Cracks like mentally the whole yeah, time. Yeah. You, you never know what's going on with them. What's going on inside the tent there? Yeah. You know, in the early days where they were sitting, sitting brown, and it was like, what's what's going on here? What, what's going on? And there was no word. It's like, oh, it's, it's just a selection. I mean. It's like well, you're paying him a lot of money and not playing him, but yeah. you know,
0: but they're still sitting in second place, yeah. eleven and six on the season. It's just in, in front of Cairns, so who've got twelve and seven. Mm. So, uh, and that was Anthony's pick. Uh, one Anthony Copsky's pick New early was New Zealand, mm. and uh, <clears throat> not necessarily for grand final, but for final four. Oh. And uh, Cairns Taipans was a Tim Sung guarantee, right? As well for early in the season, and they're still pretty difficult
1: to go against those two gentlemen. Really, oh, find it easy
0: doesn't always work yeah. out for me but it's easy yeah, to do yeah, it's easy me. to do
1: i wouldn't dream <laughs> of it so. yeah.
0: but all right well I, i've got to push this magical button over here and we'll, we'll get to some bullets babble and i've had a couple of games and uh you know De- dean's had some time to think about his thoughts from last time and uh, will see if he's got any more strong ones this time around boom, 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 boom,
1: where the
0: All right. Well, they've had two games since we were uh, on last time. Uh, my prediction for the Adelaide 36s game was that Adelaide would win by five. They won by three. Good um, at that. You've been on fire with that lately. Oh, NBL wise, so you got it uh, wrong basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but pretty close is what we're going. It for. could have been wronger. Yeah, wronger. could have been mm. much wronger. For example, Anthony Kopskis was much wronger. Oh, yes, he. he He said Adelaide was going to win by eight. Oh, really?
2: Ah,
1: Yeah, Yeah. eight.
0: Yeah, Yeah. what a fool! Exactly. See, Uh, Uh,
1: what does he know uh, now? Can I a lot if you listen to our crack? So that that little uh, bite of music that you played, Uh I probably should give a shout out to my mate Julian Lynch. He was a sound technician who recorded that
2: originally.
1: Uh, Reggie, there you go. Keep going.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) 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 Did he do it on a cassette deck? He probably did this is an so, insight into our huddles yeah. our pre-game <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we we'll mentioned something and people say oh i should should probably give a shout out oh, i was there when that was invented yeah. i was there when the gregorian calendar was put into use for the first time
1: ah uh, uh, the crosses we have to bear okay. indeed indeed us
0: knowledgeable people eh? Hey? Uh, yeah
1: it's useless knowledge but you know uh, it's knowledge good as a trivia still. night mm, not nowadays people ask you you know stuff about people who Elon have been Musk. born in the last 20 years. Oh
2: yeah, right, Cat Very situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. she's not, been older than Not 20 three. years, yeah. mate, but
0: yeah, that's yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, look, Adelaide got up in oof, uh in a game that was there was a lot of whistle late, let's say.
2: Who was um, refing that game was born involved?
0: I uh, could not tell you off the top. <laughs> couldn't tell you off the top of my head. It would cover. have been Vaughn. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. No,
2: all Robo. What's his name? No. Mark?
1: No, it wasn't Milsey. It was...
2: Oh, um... Halen? No, Mark I'm Craig? Say the...
1: No, I'll come back to it. I'm going to say them. I got Vaughn. them all, don't worry. Yeah.
0: We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Yeah, uh, a yeah, c- couple of, you know, basically seen as rather tough fouls against the Bullets late, but um, Soby also... Didn't really help himself uh, late by getting a bit too chirpy on different things and,
2: yeah. Toys out of the cot?
0: A little bit. A uh, little bit. Didn't help the situation, but, you no, know, is what is. They got back just within a sniff, uh, but, you know, couldn't get it done. Um, very difficult uh, calls were made by the refs late. Not that that's an excuse. Um, but they were in it, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, against United... They were in this one early, and one of the things I did like about this one, they were actually, until halftime, it was all tied up, and they didn't give up a massive lead early, which they've been doing for the last year and a half, which has been one of my big bugbears, because it it makes it so difficult for them to then come back late every single game. They didn't get over the line in this one, but at halftime, they were definitely in it, and they didn't have to bring themselves
2: back just to get to halftime, which was Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you ready for this now? Come on. Okay. Um, so I think that there have been some huge changes at the bullets, which have actually been productive and and resulted in some more pleasing to the, you know, if if you're a bullets fan Mm -hmm. on court performance, the style of play that Vandy's tried to put in, um, the rotations have been short and it's not, you just getting a run just because. Just because you're there, there are a couple of guys who have, you know, they've really had their minutes, um, cut and more purposefully, um, directed. Um, and I think that that's for the benefit of the group. I think now that, you know, your best, your best player is now allowed to be the best player, you know, they, they get the ball in his hands in spaces where he can be creative. Um, Kadee gets to do, uh, like we said last time he was being asked to do too much, you know, for. And he's now in a role where he can, and he's very good at coaching on the fly and recognizing what's happening in games. And, you know, Gak has been phenomenal. And mm. you know, now that he, you know, almost in a Lockie Dent situation where a couple of injuries have granted him some more court time. He is now shown that he is, he could potentially be the number one center in the group going forward once he gets a little bit more experience and if he
0: if he kind of hangs around. He worked his way into the starting five and then found his way into um, player of the game yeah. with double-double, 18 points and 13 rebounds. Mm. So, you know, with a block and two steals in there as well. So, you know, and he's been playing good minutes, excuse me, um, you know, doing that role-player stuff. Mm. Now he's getting a little bit more time and he's absolutely stepping into that role.
2: But they fell into the thing that always happens when they play Melbourne up here. They forget that they have one C Goulding on the other team. And whenever he comes back here, Mm. he just finds a way. You know, he was of whatever because he'd been sick and missed the game before. And it was just, well, I'm just going to wait and find my time. And I think we were texting during the game and they ran a certain action for him to make reads off three or four possessions in a row in the third quarter. And it was just, it was a training drill. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unfortunately, he for opposition teams, he's had a heck of a second half to the season. Yeah, Um, and yeah, he was a little bit cold at times early, but that's that's a classic Chris Goulding season over the last few. Like he'll just have stretches where he disappears, and then teams will think, "Oh no, he's all good. We don't have to worry about him." Mm of a sudden they do and then he gets hot and then the next few teams have to worry about him and all the teams are then looking at that first team going what the hell guys
2: he's still that guy he can still just get hot and the constant movement he's a nightmare for anyone he just moves so well and you know once Vickerman is like all right this is this is how we're going to run the next x amount of possessions he just gets into what he's been doing for so long and it's it just it just works
0: Bill, any uh, any hot takes from from your side of the couch? There, I know, you know Dean likes to hog the mic on these sorts of things, but
1: yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I don't really have a have an opinion on the bullets, unlike Dean. So um, Dean has I'm, an opinion on everything. That's, yeah. that's you know, you know, I, I like yeah, but like you guys, I mean, Gax has been a revelation, and I I'm sure there's a bunch, well, not a bunch, but there's probably a lot more players like him around in the league that. You know, get that opportunity, but coaches put a bit of faith in them because mm. even the first time I saw him playing, I wasn't a believer. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's just a, he's just another big guy who's they're going to give three or four years to prove he can't play. Yeah, you know? and he's not that at all. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's he's super exciting to see where he's going to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that for me, I I I, I watch him probably. Watch, watch the games just to watch him
0: so. and it has been nice to see and um, you know he wasn't statistically all that great in that melbourne united game but it has not been nice to see tanner krebs actually Back. yeah take his play from that nbl one level and actually bring it up this season he got took a little bit to get going but it wasn't the tanner crabs of last one or two years where it's it just hasn't translated to this level of the yeah. game He's been left out on the three-point line to shoot shots that he's wide open for, and no one's been respecting because there's been no need to respect it. Yep. Whereas this year, the shot's been there, and he's been able to, you know, which has then given him the defenders have then had to chase it, and then that's given him, you know, reason to get get those handles out, and get shifting. And it's been really good to see him go to work and, you know, take that confidence from that Gold Coast Rollers team yep. uh, up to this level because it really felt like if it didn't happen this year, he might not get another run. So, you know, at, at the very least, he'll get a run somewhere. Um, I would like to see him back at the Bullets next year.
1: Yeah, you know, I think this is one of the things about NBL 1 that those, um, like for for our case, the WNBL um, players can use. but that he he was a person, but even like last MBL one season who had some games where he put up some big numbers, but still when he was running around with some bullets, I'm like, oh. you know, who is he? What's he doing? And then, you know, he he, he really stepped up and the other one is, you know, Noi, mm. who just had that awesome season and then just marched straight into being a gun yeah. in the MBL. And I'm I guess uh you know players want want to be able to use the nbl one to hone their game but those that use it as a springboard um they're great for our league it's great watching them even over the course of the season yep. becoming you know a, a player and, and learning more about their own game and becoming better and then they march into the nbl or in our case the wmbl and they're just they just keep going keep working on it and i mean and then you know you want them to come back and Absolutely dominate in NBL one. Yeah. It's great for the league.
0: No more. I'll Just Lock check any any, uh, any hot takes or no. You know, I, I still genuine have... stings at the bullets. No, I still
2: I, the organ. The organisation is different to what's what's being <laughs> out on the court. The last the positive strides that the, that the group has made in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know that with all the noise that's going on around them, credit to those blokes who are showing up. And, and getting out there and the, you know, like I said last time, the fans are showing up. It's still a great game day experience. It's still loud. People are still there. They have, people have every right to not go and support this group, but they're there because they understand that the group itself are very committed to what they're doing. The The other problems are outside that now that they've got some, they've made some progress. So I still have my opinions on it, but for credit where it's due, This group has has made some real positive impact
0: yep and look you know they're definitely a a a better even from a fan point of view they're a much better watch than they were at the start of the season so even though you know there's all sorts of stuff agree with it or not that's gone on behind the scenes and all extra stress is added to these players year um that i think is the really big thing that that the association has done at least the, the basketball is now definitely watchable and they're, they're, they're in games and there's some positive things definitely to be taken out, so, which is really good. All right, that that's going to wrap us up here for the first episode of the week. We've covered all of Australian basketball. Nice deep dive on the cap stuff. Uh, but, you know, big thank you to Dino and Bill, great friend of the show, Bill Ellis. Uh, for joining us and two-time guest now dean Asplund uh, of the brisbane capitals thanks again for joining us guys
2: thank you mate yeah thanks, thanks for, for having us here.
0: Yeah. all right uh and please do jump on the socials don't forget we've got jersey january up at the moment jump on the instagram page give us a follow um, jump on the pinned post and uh, tag two friends and just like that you'll be in the draw to win a lauren jackson women's world cup australian opals jersey absolute banger of a thing and not enough people have an lj jersey so i'm trying to do my part and spread the lj love but please do jump on the socials and share all those sorts of things but in the meantime just remember that ball don't lie it never does